You're joined by Steffi Boom. Appreciate you coming out. Thank you for having me. No pressure, no pressure. Um, right, I was about to ask, yeah, uh, as far as like hearing your own voice, are you one of the people that like you, you bump to your own music too? Or? Um, now I do. <laughs> but like when I first started recording, it was weird. It, yeah. was, it was really weird. I was extra critical of myself. But the more I do it, I think the more I practice, I kind of like bump my own stuff a little more. I get yeah. more comfortable with it. That's you know? funny. And I think that's because, I, I, in a way, I'm improving. And I also, like, believe that if you make music, you should like your own music. There's a problem if you yeah. don't. Yeah, I agree. Know, so. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah, no, at first, I kind of had that same thing, like, listening back to, well, I don't know, with drums, is different. Because, like, drum, you don't hear your own voice or anything like that. So it's kind of like, You don't yeah. hear anything but, like, this loud banging, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean. I've, I've heard things. You know what? I, uh, yeah. I went to a show. I think it was, like, early 2018 and it was oh my god who was it and you know august burns red yeah i know them um yeah it was them and another band i don't remember but i remember being like on side stage and like next to the drummer yeah and it sucked like oh, that, wow, like man. i mean it was great that's all you heard he was killing it he was killing it but i couldn't hear anything else i couldn't hear the singer i couldn't hear nothing and i'm just like how the hell does this guy do it oh man like how does he even know apparently you have cues with everybody in the band right like well, they follow your lead yeah well yeah well the the you know the the drums and the bass are kind of like the skeleton they hold it the, they hold the groove they hold the pocket it's called right. the rhythm section of the band so it's like also i mean with bands like that they probably have in-ear monitors so you might not be able to hear anything, but they have monitors that is playing all the guitars, oh, okay. the vocals, and everything too. I mean, that's like high end shit. Okay. But also, yeah, I mean, when you when you rehearse with somebody like I'm assuming a band like that, I mean, we rehearse twice a week. So imagine a band that actually gets paid to tour the world. They probably rehearse like. Oh yeah, they they're like perfected it already. Yeah, yeah, before every show, so they know all the songs, they know all the cues. It's just like they do maybe a song or two different every night, but doing the same set, they kind of just have it down to like muscle memory at that point. True. You feel me? Okay. Have you done any live shows? I have, yes. Uh, nothing with like live instruments behind me yeah, yet, yeah. which would be really cool to do. I'm a, I'm a little sorry about that. No. I'm a little nervous about that, but I think it would be really cool. Um, but yeah, I've performed quite a bit. Um, really? Do you like it? I love it. Oh my God, I get this like adrenaline rush when I'm up there. Yeah. And I, like when I first started performing, I would get shaky. I'd call it the jitters. Yeah. And it freaked me out a little bit. But like you just kind of got to breathe through it and just do it and have fun. The one thing uh, that really helps me is I actually did an open mic when I first started performing, which is open mics at, like, Churchill's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one comedian had gone up because somebody had messed up before him. And he gave this advice to everybody. He's like, before I begin, I just want you all to know, because I know a lot of you are doing this for the first time or whatever, but if you mess up, nobody knows that you mess up. You know, at the end of the day, this is your show. This is you. So nobody knows what you're going to do. If you're messing up, keep going. For all we know, that's part of the act. You know, and I that always stayed with me. I'm like, damn, like no matter what I do, I just gotta play it off, and nobody's gonna know. Right? It's great. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a, yeah. It's a little secret, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I had to learn that shit too because you know you mess up a thing in a song, especially drums. Like as long as you keep the beat, you don't stop playing. Like really, no one notices unless like drop a stick. And yeah, yeah, like, some shit. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> if it's over the top bad, like that, that, that actually happened to me. Uh, yeah. I had yeah one of our first like first shows. We we're still doing covers and stuff. So we're doing uh, Toxicity by System of a Down. Oh, that's a dope song. So, I mean, but you know, the drums are real, real mm-hmm. important. There's like whole drum breakdowns and stuff. So Always. Literally, <laughs> yeah, literally the same drum fill both times in the song that it came around, I dropped the stick. Both times? Both times. Oh, my God. Like the first the first one, uh, uh, fucking dropped it. And then the second time, I, I got so worked up about that's like. That's gimmick. That's how you just, you got to <laughs> drop Every time you play that song, you just got to drop it. I just got to chuck it. <laughs> I hope sure. it hits somebody. 
But like, especially when you build it up in your head, like, oh, this part's coming up, this part's coming up, I'm gonna fuck it up. You end up fucking it up. So I also had a beer that night, and I was like, maybe I shouldn't drink before I play. So, anymore. so for sure, we're learning not to do substances while we are yeah. performing. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Um, maybe also the fact that you're a little nervous about that one part—that's the part you gotta practice more. You know? Yeah, I mean, well, we don't do covers no more. So okay. I mean, shout out to System of a Down. It's a great song. But you're, you're done throwing. Yeah, your, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no more, no more. No, it's actually. Uh, I gotten pretty good at like if I do drop one, I have like a cup holder on my shit. Just fucking all my sticks are there. I got a water there, whatever. You but learn. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I also do all my partying after my set now. True. I mean, except for I don't know. I do enjoy playing high though. Have I've, you ever? I've uh, yeah, I've, I have performed a little bit inebriated, but I prefer not to for sure. First of all, cotton mouth is horrible for performing. Oh man, especially when you're singing yeah. and rapping. Yeah, and but drinking for me, like maybe if I take a shot or two, that loosens me up, and then I'm good to go for sure. But I can't be loose. Yeah, no, 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 dude. Because the thing, well, I don't know about other bands, but like our band, we play like seven minute songs. We have a song that's twelve minutes you long. You have to stay hydrated. That I mean, for sure, I keep a water there. Yeah, you feel me? Pero no con modelo time or nothing. No, alcohol is gonna mess you up. <laughs> no, sure. that and especially drums is a very time heavy issue. You have to keep time, keep tempo. And, um, like, if you're drunk, it's, kind of, it's way harder to do that. Unless you learn how to play the drums drunk. I heard, if, like, that's if, a thing. If you ever catch me, like, drinking or smoking prior to performing, I'm probably really nervous about it, and you should stop me, for oh, sure. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's the biggest show you played? Um, oh, my God, New York. And really? You show, played in New actually. York? Um, yes, I did. I played in New York. That's it was awesome. for uh, Fashion Week, like, late 2018, and it was for Cultra, and they're a dope brand from up north. Um, and I opened up the show for them. That's yeah. really yeah. fucking cool. It was cool. nerve wracking because they had like executive producers there and a bunch of people, and so it was like very exclusive. You know, they had like a small gallery just for this show, and that was that was a little crazy for me. It was cool. And then um, my uh, well, Tony Visions, who's a fashion designer, right? And he throws Runway Gotham, which is amazing. He's actually doing a sex show this month, which I'm performing at. And that in New show, York? No, it's actually in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, okay. At Mass District, which is like, they do the R Walk. So he's taken over it. And the first time he took over it, it was insane. Like, that, I think, is the biggest crowd I've ever performed in front of. Word? How yeah. many? If you had to put a number on it. Uh, like, I think I heard around, like, four or five hundred. Wow. How, how many? Four hundred, at least four hundred people. Wow. Yeah, so that that's was, fucking that's a wild. lot for me. I'm sure. Like, no, 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 that is a lot. Yeah. I haven't. <laughs> but for me, like, I was just like, holy crap. It was amazing. So that's the cool... Yeah, it's Runway Gotham is really cool because it's just uh, it's a fashion show and it's musicians and performers. Like there was a jazz band that killed it for a good minute. They were the opening act, and then there was like a cool Lamborghini that was like uh, iridescent. What? I've never seen that before. Me it was super sick. Yeah. So it's and live art behind me. So while I'm performing, there's uh, these dope graffiti artists behind me like tagging up the the canvas, which is literally what builds the runway. And That's so they're so behind dope. me painting, and I'm just performing. I'm like, this is so fucking awesome. That is really dope. <laughs> yeah. and so I'm excited for this month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The you, next one. <laughs> That's this month in April? Yeah, the 27th. Oh, okay, dope. Um, And you said you were doing that show in New York back yeah. in late 2018. Yeah. So were you doing material off the EP? Were you doing some songs that aren't on um, there? I actually like, got to do one song. Oh, yeah, one song? super strict. Um, no, for was, sure, for it sure. It was me and another artist. Uh, I forgot his name. <laughs> Shout out to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I only got to do one song, and it's actually Nobody, which is on the EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the more, like, R&B-ish one. Yeah. Is that the one that, do you have the music video for? Uh, No, 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 that's You Kill Me. That's that one. Yes. Gotcha. Okay, so let's talk about the EP a little bit. It's okay. four tracks. Mm-hmm. Now, do the songs, are you writing them from personal experience? I mean, because that song, uh, Lick, yeah, I mean. They're all, 
Oh no. Well, Liz. Okay, so <laughs> Yo, because I'm like, hey, <laughs> don't, don't, to... don't shoot me, please. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, actually, uh, it's funny because when I have performed that song, I always tell people like, don't, don't steal. <laughs> like, don't go robbing people, please. Not because of me. That's funny. Um, but no, the songs are from my experience, my own experience. Uh, Lick. When I was younger and I was in high school, I mean, I did not hang out with the best crowd. I didn't go around like stealing from houses. Don't like, incriminate yourself. No, 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 I didn't. But I did hang around people that were involved in that lifestyle, and right, I, right. I was just, it was just this environment that I was in. So I'm yeah. speaking from like that perspective of the person that's just like is money hungry or just you know in the need. And we've all had that urgency where we're like, well, not everybody, unfortunately, not unfortunately. I know what you're them, saying. I know what you're but saying. But for us people that are just like you know, we're not there. We've all had those thoughts. We're like, damn, man, it'd be so easy to do this and just get that high key. So for for that song, it's that perception. It's the person that wants money. And has it and loves it and just keeps on getting it and it's their own way you know i mean no i feel you though and honestly I, at the end sure of the day it's entertainment it's entertainment it. <laughs> and if the hook is fire it doesn't really matter right you know and I mean? the hook was what started it all i don't remember but i wrote the hook and it just went on from there and i was yeah. like i have to do something with this but uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> not, not necessarily don't, don't go stealing please <laughs> all right well i got you you don't condone no i do teething. not um i'm actually uh shooting the music video for that soon oh it's gonna be so much fun who are you shooting that with can you um, say <laughs> no i don't want to say yet okay 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 off the air yeah, off the, no, okay. <laughs> off the air i got you later, <laughs> all right but you might know him <laughs> i might no but um what i was gonna ask too is i don't always have someone like a, i mean a rapper one like you're actually the first rapper on the show i should have mentioned that you're okay. actually the first rapper on the show you're also the first female rapper on the show so i don't always have this perspective like how do you feel about that whole cardi b situation that happened where you know, she got was not accused. She admitted to to drugging dudes and robbing them. Okay. Everyone's saying rape, but I know it was just robbing. Allegedly, I've heard some crazy things. Oh, and I haven't really looked too into it. I just saw her video of her saying it. But like, do you think that like that's one of those things where it's like, oh, well, you're you're struggling. You're in that mentality. Like, if it's easy, might as well do I, it. Or how do you feel about that? I don't think you should ever do that. I do feel that there are people in certain positions that they're put in like in a moment where they don't know what else to do. Um, unfortunately, they don't know better. They're not guided in the right direction. It's what you're around. Like, you know, it's your environment. Yeah. You're a product, product of your, your environment. environment. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's not right. You know, if those people want to come out now and say something against her, they have the right to do so, you know, by all means. And that's all I can say on that. Right, right. You know? I feel you it on that. It fucking sucks, but it is like, it's just her struggle. It's where she came from. You know, and I don't, I don't condone it at all. No, Heike, I don't understand why I admit it like X amount of time later. I understand that was like an older because video she's too. Now. Like way more famous than she was back then. That's why people right now are gonna try to dig into a person's past and they're gonna try to bury them. That's what that is. No, like people don't want to see people succeed sometimes. It but sucks. like, yeah, but, no, I, but, I definitely understand that. But also, that. like, it's justice. Like, you did something and you got away with it, and now look at you, you're popping and you're successful. Yeah, that's kind of weird, though, isn't it? Because there's a big double standard. Everyone brought up the Bill Cosby thing. He's in jail now. And, uh, you know, the Me Too movement, like, a bunch of people got fired. And, and that uh, the director from the Guardians of the Galaxy, he got fired. And it's like, it seems like when it's a guy who do, who admits to some fucked up shit, it's like m people I, are more inclined to take action. Right, and I think, um, God, we had this discussion the other day with a few people. Um, I think it's the whole rape versus robbing thing. Mm. You know, it's it is a different scale. It is a different scale. It's still wrong though, for sure. And I'm all for it. Like reprimand her if you want. These people are gonna come out and do it. Right. Handle it. It's right. already out there. If there's proof, prove it. Whatever. Right. You right. know. But for sure, like, I mean, it, it's a weird double standard. Yeah. I was it, just it curious. Is, it is a double standard, but it's also like two different in a way, two different things. Like, 
Man, it, it, is, it is weird. It is weird. It is weird. Yeah. But uh, I just, uh, going back to, to as far as, like, the, the content of, of music, and, I mean, rap music in general now, it seems like there's a lot of glorification of, like, bad behavior. Always. So, I mean, I, well, for sure. It's always been like that, yeah. In a way, I mean, kind of like when N.W.A. came out, you know, around that time, you know, like, people, gangster rap. People usually write, um, I, I think people write from with their experiences and stuff like that. Um right. And a lot of the time, you can expect with music is that it's honesty, it's it's real, and with rap in particular, rap is that it's it's like a, it's your voice for in hip hop in particular, it's like a root of like people struggling, and and that's where it came from, you know, it's, it was like a, a way for people to like put what they went through their feelings into paper and bring it out, you know, it's it's just expression, right? So yeah, you can be glorifying drugs and all that, but that's what art is. You're just telling people what's on your mind, what you feel, what you like. Is it wrong? That's just up for debate. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, that's true. Well, that's why I like to ask these questions, yeah. you know. Uh, is there like, you know, 2018 you played the festival. I mean, you've played uh, a crowd or the fashion show and you've played a crowd of, I mean, 400 people. So for 2019, it's still early. Like, what goals have you set out for this year? Uh, well, uh, back when I was performing all this music, and I still am performing, but before I released this EP, I was performing songs that were unreleased, you know, oh, okay, so yeah, okay. it was not a reachable, all the, uh, like, songs that I had up were, like, from 2015, like, when I first started recording on oh, SoundCloud, wow. so my goal right now for this year has been to, like, make music videos and release more music, and I do want to perform bigger audiences and all that, but I need that content, so I definitely am working on that, that's my biggest goal for this year. Is there a new project in the works? Um, I have, like, a few more songs coming out. Okay. Uh, projects in particular, like another EP. I haven't thought that through just yet because I'm still writing. I have like seven songs that I'm currently writing. Okay. And it's like they're unfinished, but they're there. And then I have like three that are finished. So it's just like kind of an or- unorganized mess, but it'll come together. Yeah, it always you know? does at sometimes, the Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes writing's like that. I mean, it's, it's, there's a song that I wrote that took me two years to write, you know? So Or sometimes I write a song and it takes me 30 minutes. It's really right. hard to tell how that's going to work out. That always kind of trips me out. Like, artists who have a who write a song and it's like their hit song. And it's like, oh, yeah, I wrote that song in like 20 minutes. And like these deep cuts on their shit, it takes way longer, yeah, right? And, it, and it's like crazy because I don't even know how. It, I hope to God it'll happen to me where I have this huge success with my music. But it can be incredibly insane how some people are just like, work so hard and write so much content it's so good and then the one song that's just like eh, i just wrote it for fun it was whatever yeah. and that's the shit that pops up it's insane and hey, yeah you know if it happens it happens hopefully it'll bring attention to like my music or whatever it may be yeah yeah i feel i mean it only takes that one song and i mean you never know who's watching like when it comes to uh most of the people that are popping now is it came down to one song like uh post malone he, he basically started with White Iverson. Right, right. You know what I mean? He yeah. used that money to put money, you know, into and other he was, songs. Like, and he was a metalhead, punk head. What, what yeah, did he do? yeah. Like, back then, well, like, he, w- he, he was in bands, right? Yeah, he bands. tried to audition for, um, I, I I don't know off rip what band it was. I think it's All That Remains or We Came As Romans, something like that. <laughs> like, some band. I, off off rip, don't quote me on that. I'm okay. probably wrong. But, yeah, no, he's a total rocker at heart. And, I mean, and I think he, that's pretty sick. Yeah, he turned his focus to, to rap. I mean, it's not like, I'm sure he loved, he liked rap, too. But like to decide to go that route, yeah. But that's the thing. There's nothing wrong with venturing. Like I have a, a Spanish hip hop song. Nobody's heard yet. You do? Yeah, I wrote okay. it. I wrote it with uh, <laughs> with Trinsetta, which is a really dope rapper. He's a Spanish rapper that I know. Wrote it two years ago. Still under wraps. Haven't got it mastered yet. But the song is done. Aside from that, like lyrically recorded and everything. So I 
I do the Spanish rap too. People don't know that. That's dope. Where are you from? <laughs> uh, my family's Colombian. Ah, okay, yeah. okay. So what made you want to decide to be a rapper? Because you first started, I mean, you, you were a tattoo artist at one point, right? I wanted to be a rapper since I was like six, seven years old. Oh, shit. Because of my brother. Okay. Your brother's a rapper? <laughs> uh, he, he's, no, not now. <laughs> but when we were younger... He's six years older than me, so I was like six, seven. He was like 12 or whatever, 13. Right. And he would always be in his room with his homeboys, and they'd be rapping and doing ciphers and just recording. Because 8 Mile came out or something? I have no idea, but no, no. But not even that. Like, he's the one who introduced me to Bone Thugs and WA, 3-6 oh, Mafia. That's okay. all he had blasting all the time. So that was like, you know, what I was around. And I wanted, in my head, I wanted to be the first Latina, Spanish, white girl rapper, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah, better. Yeah. Like, there's nobody out there that does that. Come on. I mean, <laughs> yeah. nowadays, yeah. No, no. But back then, there was Twitch. Didn't know. Right. I was just like, I want to be the first one. <laughs> um, and then I got bullied out of it. And so By I. By who? Like, it doesn't matter. School kids? <laughs> kids, yeah. Kids in freaking elementary Haters. school. So, like, I, I would be a little, like, I have, I smoke more Ebonics at that age, too. And so that confused people. And people would question me. And that, like, threw me on a whole other, like, path. I discovered rock music and metal and death metal. and Really? I, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you were into that for a while? I still am to this day. Oh, okay. 100%. That's what's up. I still go to shows if I can. Uh, we actually went to see Bring Me the Horizon recently, and they're oh. more on like a... They're, they've, their sound has changed so much. I don't yeah. know if you know who that is. Yeah, I know who Bring Me the Horizon is for sure. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan, but I know who they are. Well, I've loved that band since the start. So, um, But yeah, like I still, still love shows. That's um, awesome. But then uh, I got back into rap. Because of like Miami Day local rappers, Joe Lamar and Big Blessing, if you know who that is, they're sick. And uh, I used to hang out with them a lot. And I watched them like perform or do like little ciphers. And that inspired me a lot. So I kind of just started writing on my own again. But I've always written. Tattooing, I've drawn since I was little too. Okay. Tattooing happened more of like, I guess for me it was. I do. I draw. I'm in high school. Hey, mom, can I get a tattoo kit? Sure. Really? Yeah. Damn, just off rip like that. I mean, she was just like, if you ever get a tattoo, I'm not your mom anymore. Oh uh, well, yeah, everyone gets. No, that she anymore. loves me. Of though. course, yeah. Every, uh, after the first one, you're good. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was horrible. After the first <laughs> one, yeah, it was good. Um. So yeah, so tattooing kind of like is just like my career path. I love it, and it's the best job in the world. But music definitely where my heart's at. Do you still do the tattoo, like, I mean, to make, yeah, you know, yeah. I do mean, what you got to do? I, I do it because it's my career. That's how I make money, how I survive. Um, And I love putting my art on people, too. But I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do plan on, like, going, like, full-time with music and everything else that I can. I kind of want to be, like, more exclusive with tattooing, like, the better I get. I want I want to be, like, that celebrity musician artist that tattoos all the other musician artists, rappers, That'd be successful dope. people. Yeah. That so, that's definitely only, you it's know? very niche, very niche to be <laughs> a rapper cool. slash tattoo it, artist. It's just like on my own time, like I want to be my own boss when it comes down to that. Yeah, I think that's the the best thing, and that's really why I started the podcast. That's why I want. I mean, not why I wanted to be a musician, but at the end of the day, that's the goal. Really, is to make money making music, which kind of makes you your own boss. Like especially nowadays, so many artists, it's it's easy to to pop off being an independent artist. You don't have to rely on a record label to own your music and own your masters. There's so many artists out right now that own all their music. I mean, even Chance the Rapper just straight up puts it for free. He puts Freaking it out for free. Rap is one of my favorite albums. Duh, that that album got me through senior year. Yeah, like high I key. Didn't I love like Acid it Rap. The first few times I heard me it. either. That's the His thing. Voice, I was just like, Man, who the hell is this guy? And the ad libs were weird. I had to, I had to like go through some shit for me to actually give it a listen and just like, all right, I fuck with this. He's sick. He's the so thing sick. is, and and the whole that he like 
he put himself out there. He did it all by himself independently. That's inspiring for me too. It's always like stuck with me. Like why I definitely want to keep it like exclusive to myself. Make sure you don't get like signed deal with the devil because I've heard crazy stories about that. Yeah, no, I mean. Record labels are a bitch. No, and when they own your masters, I mean, you're pretty much fucked, really. I mean, they they own your music at that point. Uh, And the thing with Chance, uh, I don't necessarily... I didn't like Coloring Book that much. I don't. I don't really like the gospel vibes. Yeah, but Ten I, Day and Acid Rap are like I you cannot. A little bit in Coloring Book, but not. There are a couple it. songs. The, don't get me wrong. Juke Jam is fire as fuck. Acid rap, nah, know? nah. <laughs> ten Day. That's the thing. I had to go back, listen to Ten Day, and enjoy Ten Day. And then I was like, all right, let me give Acid Rap another shot. Because originally, what drew me to Acid Rap was the the cover art. Yeah. I thought the cover art was so dope. I just wanted it on my phone. I was one of those people that I have all the cover arts on my phone, like. Or on my iPod, whatever. Like, I would sit there and look for them if I didn't have it. He had that one video where, um, in the video, his eyes were, like, going big and small. And, like, it's like he's on acid. And that tripped me out. I forgot what song that is. I don't remember. I didn't see too many of his music videos. I just remember downloading the albums. Uh, and yeah, I love Dasa Rap, so I gave it a, a li- another listen, and um, it definitely stuck with me after that. And I found him through Childish Gambino because of the internet. Another album that I fucking I rock with that Childish shit so Gambino hard. Dope, yeah. He's so, so sick. Heartbeat. Heartbeat. Yeah, that's old. Yeah, that's like off camp. That That was the first one I ever heard. I loved it. Yeah, no, that was a great song. And I mean, he's a great comedian, great writer, great Mm -hmm. actor. He's fucking. He's all over the place. I wish I was half as talented as that dude, man. And maybe I'd write a show or something, or like make a a song that people will actually listen to. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually. (laughs) This is a good point. I'm actually. Uh, I recently discovered this artist, uh, Anderson Pack. Yo, he's a drummer, singer, Mm -hmm. and like he's been inspiring the fuck out of me to like just sit down and write. Because I do um, backup vocals, like for the band, we do harmonies, highs, lows, and mids. So when I'm playing, I still I still sing and shit. So I don't know, man. I really dig what Anderson Pack's been doing, and like his. I'm actually going to see him in New York, uh, Madison Square Garden, May 30th. Sweet. Him, Earl Sweatshirt, and Thundercat. Yeah, Earl Sweatshirt's my favorite MC. Yo, all three of those are sick. Yeah, yo, Thundercat's a beast. No, (laughs) for real. I saw him at Revolution in 2014. I remember when he was like locked up. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Free, free Earl. Deal. Yeah, everything was, he was free in Earl. Uh, and then when he was, when he like, they released like that little video on YouTube and it was like a two, like a random teaser and everybody was freaking out. I was like, it's, it's Earl free. You know? Oh, nah, man. This bullshit. Everybody was like debating. It was like, no, nah, that's old shit. They're just re-releasing it. They're fucking with us. He was really out. That was wonderful. Man, so our future, huh? 2011. Our future I saw live. I, I didn't get to see Our Future Live, but oh, I've seen Tyler yeah. live and I've seen Earl live well, separately. I guess it was it was Tyler the Creator live. It was where did you there. when did you it see was, him? It um, was Halloween 2011. I I, ha- I think I have a friend and, who went to that oh show. Oh my god! And then freaking Lil Wayne, like it was he just Halloween. pulled up, right? Well, he was on stage the whole time, but everybody like had a mask on. He had a wolf mask on, and I remember these guys in the crowd saying like, "Yo." You see that guy with the wolf mask? All oh, his tattoos on his arm—that's fucking wheezy. For like a good while, they kept saying that. And I was just like arguing with them, like, "Yo, can y'all stop talking shit? That's not wheezy. Stop hyping it up. It's bullshit." And they're like, "Yo, I swear to God." And then like I, I just remember he takes off that mask and everybody loses their shit and he starts performing. Like that was sick. That that's was fucking sick. wild, dude. When and I went Sid, to see him, Sid was DJing. It was awesome. That sounds so lit, dude. Where'd I mean, you see them? uh, well, I saw Tyler. I saw them both the same year, 2014. Um, but uh, I just saw Tyler with Taco and Jasper, and then Earl with Taco and um, and the white dude. Mm-hmm. I forgot the white dude's the, name. Um, 
forgot his name. I forgot, I forgot his name, but he, he's funny as hell. He's hilarious. <laughs> uh, man, I, re- I really feel bad for forgetting Buddy's <laughs> yeah, name. Man. I know I can- Lionel. Lionel. And Is it? He, he's on, no, no, Lionel's a black dude. The gap, the gap teeth, right? The, the white kid with the gap teeth, and he's like in that one video. It's not Lionel, though. God damn it. I think Lionel's a black dude. Go look it up if you can. I don't know. It's really not that big of a deal. We all know the white dude from our future. <laughs> What the fuck is his name? I can't remember, but uh, he was there, and um, I I actually I wanted to go to that show where they were all there. Okay, what's his name? What was it? There is no Lionel. There is Lucas. It's Lucas. Lucas I was close. All right, well, Lucas (laughs) was there with Earl, uh, and so was Taco. I guess Taco was like the main hype dude. Taco, I actually. I went to this weird warehouse party once, and it was, was it Left Brain? Left Brain and Taco were there, but, like, I got there, and it was packed, it was filled with sweaty men, and I creeped in all the way through the front where they were, and they were just sitting there talking shit, and I'm like, all right, why am I here right now? That's funny. Yeah. Oh, but what I was getting to was, yeah, at the Tyler show, Wayne was there, too, so I guess he's always just been a big fan of oh, Tyler yeah, or our future. of course. Why? It's why do you say of course? Am I missing something? I mean, it's fucking Goblin. I, what's the connection to Wayne with that? Really? I mean, I know he I used mean, to say I, that a yeah, lot. Like, what's a goon to a goblin a, type shit? But a, like, it's a shout out thing. Is it? Like, yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I never. That was a, the whole goblin thing. That's an odd future thing. Yeah, I know. But like, yeah. I always thought that like Wayne was like been been on that shit. It was just like a clever rhyme for the song. I never thought it was like such a, a hype thing. I, I always got the whole reference theme for for Tyler for Odd Future. Love, yeah. Maybe I just never listened to it in the full context. Because goblin is odd. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for Tyler, sure. I mean, well, I, what's sad, and then, though? And then um, Wayne is more like the whole Martian thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's very it's very strange. It's a gimmick. It's a gimmick. That's what it is. That's the word for it, the mm-hmm. gimmick. But it sucks now that, you know, they're kind of all estranged now. They don't really fuck with each other. Uh, well, I don't know. Do they not fuck with each Earl other? Earl and Tyler don't. Oh. Earl and Tyler. I mean, because Frank and Tyler still make music. Honestly, and I, don't, I don't listen to Tyler like how I used to when I was younger. You tripping, like, man. Like, he is I, I, killing I dabble, it right now. But do you, what do you listen to the most nowadays? Can't say yourself. Uh, hold on. Can I just show you, like, my playlist? I mean, playlist yeah, if you want. Off, the, off rip, if, if I, I had to say I somebody. Always, I always go back to, like, the same few people. Same here. Okay, right now I've been listening to, um, Danger Incorporated. Never heard of them. Yeah, I just, like, recently discovered them, like, a few months ago, and I just got back into it. But I, I listen to, like, a lot of, like, I always go back and forth to, like, Xavier Wolf and Moon. Oh, okay. The guy, um, I just had on my boy Chris Warner. He actually was on, on stage with Bones in Tampa, Lucky, taking pictures of him. He met That's him and awesome. shit. What ha- he, he told me the whole story. What happened was he went to a Bones show. And he was fucking around in the pit, and apparently he fucked up his knee, had to go to the hospital. So he tweeted Bones, like, yo, man, I was going so hard for you type shit. Like, I, I blew my knee out, basically. Uh, and Bones, like, followed him and retweeted him, like, oh, I'm going to give you, like, free tickets type shit. Sick. And so, man, he went over there, and they gave him a pre- Bones manager gave him a press pass and shit, and he was on stage taking Closest pictures. It was is, wild. Um, I work at Empire Inc. in South Beach, and... Uh, Kevin Leroy from Black Ink, he came through to get tatted. That's dope. And then he was there with another guy, so I was talking to the other guy, like, asking, like, oh, what do you do? And he was just like, oh, I'm the manager for Xavier Wolf, and I'm also his brother. And I was just like... Oh, shit. That's wild. I love your brother. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, all right, cool. Did you tell Buddy, call him? Yo, call him. I'm a fucking weirdo. I'll do it. (laughs) I'm not like that. 
I'm just like, I'm like, yo, tell him he's the shit. I fuck with his music. And that was it. I was like, I was like, Mobile Suwo is one of my favorite songs. That's it. That's so <laughs> sick. Um, Abra. I've been listening to a lot of Abra recently. Okay. She's so like, are you sticking in that hip hop like realm as far as like what you're listening to most genre wise? Never. Word? Never. You're just all over the oh, place. I'm all over the place. I think it depends on how I feel. Like, I feel you. I got random ass songs right now, like freaking Ghetto Cowboy by Jigs and Domus. Wish You Were Gay by Billie Eilish. Eilish? How do you pronounce it? I that? think it's Eilish. You fuck with her? Uh, Just like two or three songs. I'm not really I don't know why she bothers me so much, but she does. I saw... Oh, no, that wasn't her. I was going to confuse her with somebody else. Never mind. I like Kali Uchi's right now. Kali Uchi's is that bitch. What? Yeah, she's dope. Uh, yeah, she is she so sick. One I, song... Um, I Loner, that was yeah. the song that got me into Kali Uchi. That song that bumps. In the soul. I, I got onto her because of Tyler. Like, Tyler been playing. Yeah, because of Tyler. That's how I discovered her, too. Bro, and so if you if you haven't heard Flower Boy yet, the new I Tyler heard, record. I, have, I mean, I heard Flower Boy. the songs that she's on are great. And uh, he put me on Rex Orange County, too. I don't know if you know who yeah, that is. Yeah, Rex Orange County's dope. He's so sick. Um, I don't know why. I kind of like when I hear Rex Orange County, I think about Brockhampton. I've heard that name, but I don't fo- I don't listen to him like that. They have like um, a couple songs that just kind of remind me of Outkast, like old school Outkast. Oh, okay. Outkast is sick. It's like a vibe that I get. That's not exactly how they are, but they just have a couple songs that are just like, whoa, why does he sound like fucking Andre 3000 on some crazy shit? So you should definitely check him out. Speaking of, uh, I'm a, what's his name? Andre. You say Brock, Brockhampton, right? Brockhampton. I'm going to check that that's out. That's two guys, I believe. Oh, okay. It's like a little group. Yeah, it's, oh, it's okay. like it's kind of like Odd Future, like this 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 generation's this decades Odd Future, Odd Future type vibe. It's We're really, still in the same decade, not, right, which is wild, isn't it? It doesn't feel eight like eight years it, ago. <laughs> but um, who else was I gonna say? Brockhampton. Do you fuck with Mac DeMarco? Yeah, bro, that's my dog. Uh, that was and like a few I, years ago for me that I was fucking with Mac DeMarco. I just like found him. I just found him like last year, maybe. And um, so you fuck with like Subtract? I've never heard of that. What? See, this is why, you, this is why I like talk, <laughs> talking to new people and finding out new shit. Because Shlomo. Um, I've heard of that. Who I, I fuck with? Cairo. If you heard Cairo? of Cairo, yeah. Is it Cairo or no, Cairo? Cairo. K Y R O, right? No. No. Different person. Oh, See, there's okay. so many different. This is, another, this is a DJ Cairo. Um, but I fucked with Cairo because Cairo remixed the song. Um, Eyes on Fire by Ed Sheeran and that that version of that song. I can't so, stand Ed Sheeran. Why? Because everyone loves him. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that song they overplayed the shit out of that song. What, Eyes on Fire? Was no, 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 no. The 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 one where the his bed smells or some shit. I, his sheet smells like some lady. Okay. Like, um, <laughs> hygiene. <laughs> I was close. I don't know what song you're talking about. You know which one, dog? They played it all the if time. If it's on the radio, then probably because I'm just like, uh. You just put it on. It's one of those songs in the background. I don't listen to the radio. No, I don't anymore. listen to the radio, but I'm saying if it's on the radio, I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I can't. I don't know. It was. Oh, maybe, well, I, I did listen, work on a coal floor at one point. I'm going to have to fight you on that. You can knock the hustle of somebody just because one of their songs is popping. I'm I'm a hater though. I make I acknowledge that I'm a hater though. You're gonna probably have a song that's gonna pop off like that. People are gonna be like, "Yo, oh, you you hopping on the bandwagon too? Boo, they suck." (laughs) Just all a part of the process. I say the same thing too. I'm like, "Yo, fuck the radio," but I'm like, "I mean, your song makes it on the radio. You made it." Yeah, in a way. In a way, unless in you a pay way. your way there. Well, a lot of people do though, a lot, yeah. and that's where the record labels come in. I know, I know a few people that have to pay pay for their song and be up there for like an hour, so I'm just like, okay. That's kind of crazy. And okay. The thing is, too, the sad reality of it is though that if you don't fit into a box, into a certain box, they're not gonna put you on the radio. 
Uh, you have to find like your very niche stations. You might have like the college local station, the UM station. They play some dope shit. Yeah. Maybe 106, 104, the Shark, whatever it is. They they might play some dope shit every once in a while. But like Power 96, Y100, like the main stations, no, they're, they're bro. They they play the same cookie cutter shit, shit all day. So if they you don't fit, do. yeah. Have you ever been on, like listening to the radio and you like switch stations? And they're playing the same song. And it's just like what. Or like, like the fucking times. What is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The time. I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. I don't know where it's <laughs> But like, yeah, you'll you'll flip through the Twilight channels. Zone. Twilight Zone. I don't know why I said time. The time zone. The time zone. <laughs> oh yeah, stuff. Eastern time. Everyone's zone. in a time zone. <laughs> But, yeah, no, so you'll flip, and, I mean, it, it, sometimes it'll just be one song apart, like, oh, the song's over, let me switch stations. And then the same song that just finished, it'll start back up on another station. And that's why, I don't know, I don't really take uh, people's music being on the radio that serious, because there are people that pay their way to it. I think it's more about, um, like, social media presence, YouTube views, stuff like that. Like, you can actually turn that into, um, like, a profit uh, versus, like, you have a song on the radio, like, people will hear it. Um, but like, does that really translate to people becoming like fans of you? You know what I mean? Like if someone follows you, they see what you're doing every day or if they like watch a music video, they like it, they share it on Facebook and shit. Like you can't really share a radio song. I mean, it kind of comes and it goes and then the next shit comes on. You feel me? I don't know. Is that your goal to get on the radio? I mean, do you, do you want a song on the radio? I mean, it, anything to, to, to help with the, you know, with the, with the My fucking, with the movement. My goal with music is being like on stage and having like a huge audience in front of me that knows my lyrics and uh, yeah. it back to me. Yeah. Because I've witnessed that for other bands before and like, holy shit, I felt that energy and I wasn't even a part of the band. So that's that's my goal. The radio, I mean, I feel like that just comes with it. If you're successful, you're going to be on the radio. You know, right. regardless. If you're going to have a hit song, it's going to go on the radio. You know? Obviously, there's like certain music that's just rare and it's too fucking cool for the radio. <laughs> Which, uh, hey, that'd be awesome if mine is too, but it might happen. If someone um, came up to you and was like, if you, I have a song, if you do this song, they're my words, I wrote it, but it's gonna be your song. Because, you know, people have ghostwriters and shit. Mm -hmm. Someone basically offered to ghostwrite you a hit single. I've thought about this before. If someone offered to ghostwrite you a hit single, I would not do the ghostwriter and be like, I'll give you the credit. Dead ass. No, I okay, well, they, they will get... I will, like, you will look at the credits on Spotify and it will say your But you would it. do it? Like... And if like it was a song that, like, didn't represent no, no, you or I anything, mean, it was just a song a, that someone song, wrote? If it's a song that sounds good and I fuck with it, why not? But if it's, like, something like, hey, you want to do a Lace commercial and you'll do the jingle? I mean, that shit better be fire. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, I, I have to like it at least. Like, I have to feel it, too. And I definitely want them to have credit. I don't like the whole ghostwriter thing. Um, I write all my music... You know, I've been asked to write other people's music, and I've tried to do it, and it doesn't really work out, or whatever it may be, but I, I think credit should go where it's due, so. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess I might have posed that's that why, question wrong. That's why I would be nervous about signing a record deal, because I know they do that whole, like... They'll force you to write a certain yeah, way, or, or whatever. Or, like, they'll introduce you, like, listen, we need you to do the song. Right. We have the lyrics, this is the beat, your voice is going to be on it, like, for sure they do that to people, and that freaks me out, because I'm like, what if it's not me? What if they turn me into the next Kesha? Uh, ew. Ew. Listen, Kesha's an amazing singer. That's but that's what but that's what sucks about it because she, she has an awful rep and she, she has an awful she, image. No, she doesn't have an awful rep. But she doesn't. Do you not know what happened to Kesha? I mean, yeah, she got you know there there were certain she sexual was raped. Right. Well, I don't I don't know the full extent of the getting, story. She was getting raped and and like basically like manipulated and used by the guy, and she wouldn't let her go off from the record label. She had to like sit on her music. 
You know, it's a horrible story. That's like what, with Prince, the same thing with him being on the record label. And obviously, I don't know if he got raped or anything. I'm not saying that happened. But like, right. they, they got fucked by the record labels. You know, so Kesha's an amazing singer. If you have not like ever like actually genuinely gone to look at the stuff that she writes herself. But where am I supposed to find that? That's not what they play on and the radio. You know what I mean? Have it up, like it's on YouTube. Yeah, but I've never been inclined to look right, into Kesha right, right. because what you hear is exactly. not that, and that's why and I don't care about the radio. That's why I'm telling you, like, why the fear? Like, I don't want to become the next Kesha in that sense, like where they take me and they just create me into this whole other person that's not me. And that's where I was coming from. The image that they portrayed her to be. I mean, the song TikToks about her just fucking doing nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being a do nothing like person, like just all partying all day and shit. And it's like. Maybe it's maybe her song. real music isn't like that. You no, feel me? No, it's not. You know? Right. <laughs> and I haven't heard that side of her. So it's like, um, I would rather... And for her right now, I mean, I don't really know what's going on with her either after that. I don't know. But yeah, it really sucks. About After that controversy, really, I haven't really heard much from her. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of legal battles going on right now. She's probably dealing with a lot of shit behind the scenes. But that, that's I said the same thing about Lady Gaga once, that um, she's, she's an amazing brilliant. singer. Um, but her music's sick, though. You don't you don't like her music? No, not oh, particularly. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, it's just not my I, it's just not my cup of tea. I like Gaga's music. I'm sure that off label she does a different sound maybe, but she's talented to hell. She writes a lot of her stuff too. No, and I'm not saying she, she doesn't. She works with a lot of people, yeah. I just think she's a wonderful singer and she's also a great piano player and she's I wish that her music really like expressed that aspect of her mu- musicianship I mean, more. I think that But goes, it is that what goes, it is. Yeah, that's that's all opinion based though because if you it like, is for sure I feel like her music is very eccentric and different and it is unique and it might not be like it's pop music you know so for you you might not be into that but, right but I do think it is different from a lot of the shit that you would normally hear no I, and I'm sure it is I mean it, to me it's kind of like I don't I don't necessarily put down other artists as much as I used to anymore because uh, it's, it sounds dumb but like with the discovery of XXX is like that's a guy who was basically like a meme for a long time. You know what I mean? You see, oh, like shitty rappers today. You see XXX, 6 9 uh, You know what happened to me too. Um, you got, got put on a meme? No, 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 no. Oh. No, I mean like uh, the whole X thing. Like uh, he had dropped that song. What is it? Fuck. So many songs. Fuck, fuck with me or fuck. Look at me. Look at me. Hell yeah, yeah. song. That shit bumps. So when I first heard that song, like I didn't really give it a chance. I was like, oh, whatever. So shit sounds like everything else. And then um, there was a video of him. And it was like a little a little snippet of him in the studio with that song. Oh, what is that song called? Is it off of like 17? Like, jo- like someone has sad shit? Or? Actually, yeah, it is on 17. Jocelyn Flores? It was the guitar, the car, the guitar one. Was it There's Jocelyn a, Flores? It might be. There's a the, couple the different songs. The guitar one where There's he's a like lot of singing. Uh, revenge, maybe? Yeah. Or depression oh my and God, obsession. It's revenge. It's revenge. Anyways, I heard that one little snippet. It was like 20, 30 seconds. And when I heard it and I saw it was him and I was just like shocked. I'm like, oh, holy crap. That's how I feel. What is this? Yeah. And immediately I knew. I was like, all right, I'm going to buy my tongue and I'm just not, I'm just going to give it a chance. And then I heard that Seventeen album. And I thought it was insane. Like, really yeah, I just got it on vinyl. Sick. It's so dope. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I love that guy. <laughs> but it, it, what I was saying was in discovering him and like kind of just dismissing him off rip, um, and then realizing that he's one of my favorite rappers out right now, or you know, rest in peace type shit. But mm-hmm. he he would have been one of my favorite rappers had I had given him a chance earlier. And I feel so dumb because he was a local musician. I mean, he he might have done. Lo- countless of local shows and that I could have gone been there to. For like five bucks, he could have been right there. Who knows? He could have been on the on this podcast. Like you don't know. Shows, you never know. 
know. You never know who's watching. And you never know who's going to be something. Yeah, it's, um, it's insane. And I feel like the more you do music, you also learn to, like, be more open-minded to music. Yeah. I know when I was younger, I was, like, super, like, like, when it came to Spanish music, I was like, oh, that's just whack. I don't want to hear it, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm just like, yo, that's salsa, though. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. I hear right. the lyrics now or, like, the instruments behind it. Yeah. Like, especially when you hit the studio or you see, like, a producer working on a beat or you see live musicians and, and everything. Like, now for me, like, when I started writing and putting my music to beats, like, that's when, like, my love for producing came in. Like, I don't produce, but I, I have, like, my favorite producers in my mind, like, and, and I hear it. Like, now I have this thing where I listen to a beat, I kind of dissect it. I try that's to awesome. dissect every sound. Yeah, I watched, um, I think it's Pursuit of Happiness. I watched, like, a video of the guy that produced it, and he's just like, this is how I made Pursuit of Happiness. And, like, he broke it down. Are you talking about, like, the Steve Aoki song? Or the Kid Cudi no, song? The, the Kid Cudi song. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so he like broke it down stem by stem, like how he did it. And I was just like, oh shit. Like I just watched the whole thing. I'm like, I'm not even a producer. This is so sick. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like you get a new understanding for music and I just, I listen to all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. And he, he ranks on me all the time. He <laughs> I have the worst taste of music. I'm like, you just don't know. Yo, <laughs> I, man, that's the thing is I, and I still am. I'm not going to say I'm not, I'm, that I'm pure or whatever, but I used to be so like, judgmental over people's music taste and like after figuring out that like this kid's actually dope and like there's actually other artists that, that are that are dope as fuck too that I never would have thought I fuck with. I, originally someone tried to come on me with Tyler the Creator. I was like get that Tyler the Creator shit out of my face. Like I didn't care, dude. I remember the first time I heard Tyler the Creator. When? I was in Was it off bastard? I was in tenth grade. I was in my keyboard class, I think, or my music theory class. Yeah. And this kid next to me was like, Yo stuff, look at this video real quick. I know I know you fuck with this Was it called? No, Yonkers. Yonkers, where he hangs himself, It right? was Yonkers in the first, like, 20 seconds of play, and I was just like, what? And that was it. I was hooked. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, he was on some other shit for sure. Um, I just, I, for some reason, when I heard his name, I was like, Tyler, the creator. Creator of what? Like, I don't know. Like, I just wasn't fucking with it. That, and then, I think that alone got me, too. I was like, Tyler, it's a dope name. So I liked it. I was like, what? Yes, let's go. It's a dope. And then someone told me Earl Sweatshirt. And I'm like, Earl Sweatshirt? <laughs> Yo, come on, son. Like, how am I supposed to take this shit seriously? And legit, he's my favorite rapper now, man. And it's like, I should have really opened my eyes then, but I was stupid. I was like 14 at the time. So it took me till now to realize that, like, man, these artists that you might think are jokes, I mean, or or like, are the punchline of, of like, oh, what is considered shitty music today it might make some well, shit that you actually fuck I'm with. I'm still not a fan of Lil Pump. No, me either. I was never a fan of 6 9 No, me either. <laughs> <I can't laughs> and he's he's been accused of some wild shit, so I don't fuck he with snitched, him. He snitched, so. Not even about yeah. that. <laughs> even <laughs> though it's, right. you yeah, don't it, do that. It, it's, everything. it's everything. There's so Just, many culminations. I mean, I don't fuck with, with, with Bass God or, or, really or Lil like, Yachty. I, I was avoiding 6 9 for the longest, and then I was in a club, and they played one of his songs, and everybody was jumping, and I was happy, so I was like, oh, great. Fuck it. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. Just I had that moment uh, in the sixth grade when everyone fucked with uh, Crank That by oh, Soldier Boy. I fucking love Crank That. And I hated it until I went to a school dance and <laughs> everybody, and I was like, I'm not going to be the one dude not that doing this shit right now, so bro. That was so much fun. And I'm sorry if I yeah, have to bump the that, that was a every, bump I back in the I day. I loved every Soldier Boy song out. I'm not going to lie. I hated him. I was a contrarian. I was just I that knew, guy. I knew that he was like obviously not a fucking dope ass rapper. Right. But his songs were like catchy and they were fun. And it's just like, it was just, I guess like in a way, 
I know it was stupid, but I still fucked with it. And because it was stupid. It's like Lil B the bass god. Right, like, right, right. Fucking right. bass god all day. He's so he has stupid. like the, a few songs that are catchy as well, and then the rest is just like, what are you doing? Or the song uh, on, on Goblin, Bitch Suck Dick. Right? <laughs> yeah. that, that song, at first, I was like, what is this dude doing? And then over time, I'm just like, it's just it's just a joke. It's just a four minute joke. Just listen to it and laugh, dude. It is, it's a troll. And every time I hear Jasper say he'll slap a bitch, I just, I just start cracking up, dude. Because <laughs> Jasper's such a clown, dude. Oh, man. So, like, I love shit like that now like but when i was little when you're you're like trying so hard to be cool or like fit in so it's like nah man i don't want to like that man i like real music man and like i, I i'm still trying to mold myself out of that because i i over i i'm sure every even now i still overlook you know so many what? artists that's okay too in a way it is if, if but in a way it you isn't like what you like, you like what you for sure, I do. I, I feel that way, but just, like just to say that someone else sucks just like off rip, you feel me? Like I try not so, to do that yeah, anymore. Just don't, just don't say, hey, that person sucks out loud. Keep it in your head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just let them let, let this person enjoy what they enjoy, you know? And I, I think what like one thing I've learned too, because I know I'm like, oh my God, you got to listen to this song. It's fucking amazing, you know? Right. So whenever anybody comes to me with like their favorite song, I'm just like, all right, I'm going to give it a chance. Give it an open it, mind. This means something to this person. Right. And that's why that's why I don't like showing people some of the music that means the most to me because like it's just gonna bother me that they don't get it or they don't get it yet. It's just gonna bother me. For me, it's just like it's a little infuriating, but then I'm like, you know what? It's just for me. They didn't go through the same experiences that I went through to land in the spot and and hear it with the same mindset that I'm hearing it with. So I've gotten to that point too, but at the same time, it's like I've gotten to the point I just keep this shit to myself now. Like one of my my probably my favorite song ever is an eleven minute song. It's like there's synths on it and vocoder, it and it's called Human Sadness. Human Sadness yeah, by by uh, the Voids. The Voids. I've heard of the Voids. It's um the singer of the Strokes, Julian Casablancas. He has a side project. It's it's his side project, and I love the Strokes. So anything that that guy does the is Voids? like with yeah, a Z at the end? with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, it used to be Human Sadness. Um, uh, it's 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 out there. It's is very it really out there. Really sad? It uses yeah, it is. It uses a Mozart sample, but you can't really understand what he says if you read the lyrics. It's a lot deeper than it sounds because right. he uh, there's a lot of synths and stuff. So I imagine the music is like what builds it up for you too. Yeah, and there's very heavy like bass punches and stuff. Like you've heard uh, I mean, I know you've heard of, but do you listen to Daft Punk? You know what they do to their oh voices. My God. You know, oh, Daft Punk's amazing, especially Daft producing Punk wise. Amazing. Producing wise, they're on another level. I actually like. Younger person, like they were like four years younger than me, that like showed me like video because like, I, I listened to Daft Punk once in a while, but they were just like Nasta, right? Listen to this shit, and then they just whoa, <laughs> tripped me out. But yeah, they they put it on, they put music videos, they put um, uh, I forgot what song it is. It's an old song, um, something about you. That's a great song. Oh my god, that was what did it for me. I'm like, yo, I've never in my life imagined a same. Yo, Slipknot, Slipknot to me was scary. Like when I was younger. I see them with their mask and shit, and I'm just like, mm, don't think I'm gonna ever give them a chance. Before I ever got into metal or anything right, hard right, like right. that, and then that one song, Snuff, killed oh, me. Oh what? That that just killed me. It's I'm such like, a great song. this is Slipknot. No fucking way. There's no way in hell this is Slipknot. Because yeah. I, ex- I I guess my expectations of like their image, I was judging them by their image. I expected something different, which is crazy because I've listened to Chelsea Grin. And like the Red Shore now, like, and that's wow. fucking black metal. So yeah. no, but <laughs> things that, have changed. <laughs> that's the thing is the arts, artists are so versatile, man. So versatile. So like someone like X who can make some shit like look at me or called make some shit like Jocelyn Flores. I and mean, then you have a band makes uh, snuff can also make the heretic anthem or wait and bleed. 
or Duality, like any of these dope ass songs. Psycho, I mean that album, that whole album is dope Actually, as shit. All hope was gone. The first song I heard from Slipknot was Psycho Social. Was it really? I yeah, I would wake up in the morning to fuse the channel and like before school. This was when I was like in Newark, New Jersey, sixth grade, and this is what would wake me up. And I remember them playing Psycho Social on Fuse, and I saw a video for it, and I was like, this is kind of catchy. <laughs> I remember, um, I think it was MTV used to have like the. Like some late night metal power hour type shit, like from like three in the morning to, I think it was called the Headbangers Ball. Like they called it, like it was like from three in the morning to six in the morning, some shit like that. And they would just play metal all night. It was sick as fuck. You go to sleep to that? No. Oh. No, I would not. <laughs> no, 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 I can't. But it was cool that they did that because I mean at the time you know it was Soldier Boy and Three Six Mafia and uh, who 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 was like a shitty rapper back? Well, everyone considers Soldier Boy not that great, but like who was like a joke back then? Like I'm trying to think now, like how we have. Like uh, Lil Pump and stuff now, who no one like everyone likes to make fun of him. Who did people like to make fun of back then? I think we forgot him just like we should have. Yeah, I can't think of anybody. Do you remember Lil Flip? No. You don't remember the song Game Over? Maybe. Man, you do you remember Lil Flip? How does you, the song uh, go? Sing it. Flip, flip, flip. Really? Game Over. <laughs> That's the whole song, dude. <laughs> High key. You never you don't remember that shit? No. That song was everywhere for a while, but Lil Flip's gone now. Uh, I probably turned it off the moment it started. I'm like, all right, we're done here. Oh, man. You know what? Um, one song I remember from my childhood high key um, was uh, Fireman by Lil Wayne. Fireman. Yeah. The fucking siren in the beginning. Yes, bro. So many bangers back then. It took me a minute then. to get into Wayne. But then same I got here. Into him same and I was here. Like, He's fucking hard. I remember. Um, he I was one of the best rappers alive. Yes. I tried so. I, I, I agree. I tried very hard to not like him. And then. I remember hearing Lollipop, and I was like, all right, I give up. Oh, no. <laughs> what got up. me into Lollipop was actually the Framing Hangley version. It was like a Pump Goes Crunk album. I fucking hated those CDs. Well, that song was sick as hell. On there? The Lollipop Word. song, the rock version of it, so sick. I, see, that, I oh. heard that, and I was like, oh, damn. That irked the shit out of me when I was younger, because I was like, bro. Like, Did you never hear yeah. Still Fly by the Devil Wears Prada? Nah. What? Nah. That is... No, nah, I don't. I was you, never did into that. Did you ever that. hear the Devil Wears Prada? I know Devil Wears Prada. Did I you was... ever hear the Devil Wears Prada? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I listened, but I didn't hear. That's you a feel serious me? question. You need to hear it to no, listen. The, oh the, my god! The thing is, I was never like How old I, are you? I, I, I. I'm 22. Oh no, fucking wonder. What do you mean the Devil Wears Prada's new? They're like from no, the 2000s. Not. Like, well, yeah, but you were like a baby. Yeah, but because when I got is... into them, I was 13. So you were like what? How old are you? I'm 25. You're not that much older than me. But you were like 11. I turned 23 like in a couple months. But reg- regardless of the fact, I, I was just never, I-, I didn't really like Bring Me the Horizon, Attack, Attack, A Day to oh, Remember. Attack, Attack. Uh, hey, hey, I'm naming them. <laughs> no, listen, I, I fucked with Attack, Attack. I know you Wait, did. Wait, continue. Who else did you say? <laughs> a Day to Remember. I didn't, uh, psh, did I say Bring Me the Horizon already? I so you never a, went to Warped Tour, right? No. Oh, my I have, God. I avoided Warped Tour wow, like the play. Like I would love, I would love to play it. Did you ever listen to Under Oath? Under Oath? I've heard that band name, but I don't, I don't fuck with them. I don't know. What? I, I, I'm you were in a band and you I was drum? very picky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, have you heard That's of Dream like, Theater? No, I haven't, but I'm down to listen to it. But you feel me? I don't, like, we're, I, it's just different. There's so many metal bands listen, out in the I'm spectrum. so down to listen to it. I would never, ever, ever close myself off to the shit. You yeah. need to listen to Under Oath at least. Not no, I, I, I'm not opposed to checking them out. Just in my younger days when these bands were like popping, popping, I was the contrarian. So, you know what, what I mean? What were you like, listening to I'm when fun. these bands were popping? Well, Tyler, Earl, Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, Avenged Sevenfold. Chance the cool. Rapper. Because but you were listening to mostly rap? Um, No. 
may, well, may, maybe that's the thing. Is like I had that middle school phase where all I listened to was metal, and so I, I, I discovered like Pink Floyd and stuff, and I went through like a like a whole '60s binge: The Doors, Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, so and Hendrix. I got into all of that. Yeah. Two, three years ago. Word. I I never ever, and then I started working at Alcoholic. And, oh and wow! They had, that's like, where I got my first tattoo. My <laughs> only tattoo. That's where I apprenticed. Um, but they have like music blasting all day. Every day, yeah. And uh, one of the managers would play like all this shit, and I was just I heard a, uh, babe, I'm gonna leave you by Led Zeppelin, oh. and like my heart, like I fucking died. I heard that. I was like, who is this? Zeppelin. Why is this happening to me right now? Hell yeah. <laughs> it's like I ain't got nobody, and I still like. Why are you leaving me? Yeah, for real. <laughs> and I love Pink music Floyd, like that. Um, the one that's like, hello, is there comfortably anybody? numb? Oh yes, that I heard that song, Great and song. I was like, Great and song. ever since then, like Rolling Stones, all of that, all that, I love it. Just that's the thing uh, specifically with I the, fucking hate it I wish I would I would have been born in that era just to experience that music and see them live like yeah. oh my god it must have been a whole another world back then to be honest um, but yeah Jim Morrison the singer of the Doors um, he all his music was his his poetry so in high school uh, I was super into the Doors and I wanted to read his poetry not like a book about him like I wanted to read his poetry so I went to the library and I talked to the librarian and she actually got like two of his poetry books like just so I could read them and so um, I checked them out. I, I had them, like, all year, and then I obviously I returned them. But, like, I think it's kind of cool. Like, I hope that one day some other kid goes to that high school, comes along, and is interested in Morrison and goes to the library. And, and those books poet. are there for him. He all, – all of it was poetry. Uh, Light My Fire, Break On Through, uh, Riders on the Storm. So it was, like, lyrics? Yeah. Well, the the thing is, or also poetry in there. It is poetry, and he just re he sings it. He just or, or something. Sometimes it's almost spoken wordish, you know. Right, right. Uh, and a lot of the themes were L.A., you know, for California. Me, well, for me, I started writing music, um, but never to beat. So I, I was just writing. Yeah. I would just write poetry, basically. Yeah. I never thought about it as that though, but yeah, I well, can do that. The thing is, um, um, like rap originally it, st- it stood for rhythm and poetry, right? Right. right. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think I mean I'm not gonna I say Jim Morrison's like the rhythm. first rapper or anything, but like that would be wild. Jim Morrison's the first rapper. Hey, maybe I'm gonna check that book out and it, it's dope. <laughs> it was actually called uh, An American Night, I think, or something like that. But uh, um, he talked a lot about Hollywood. He talked a lot about eyes. Actually, one of my first Instagram pictures is uh, one of my favorite poems, which is by him. I just took a picture of it because uh, I had my Instagram way back then, and um, I don't know. I th- w- little things like that, like hoping that another kid is interested enough to go and check out a book and they're actually there for him like yeah. i kind of feel like little things like that make impacts on people's lives that you will never know about you know um so i think that's cool because like i didn't go to prom i didn't do i didn't leave like a legacy behind in my high school or some shit like win a championship for them so but i left these books so yeah. hopefully someone will find use of them at some point Dope. I, I yeah and uh the 60s shit so i was listening to a lot of that chance the rapper because uh, uh or not because you know childish gambino um, just kind of trying to stay like, uh, or fucking Good Kid, Mad City had just come out. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, when I was listening to those bands, it was way before then, though. But it's all good. Because you were like the heyday. You are older than me, so yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, but I don't know. I always kind of stayed away from them. I like I like the the girls with their with their flat iron hair and stupid colors and all that shit. Scene kids. Yeah, scene kids. I love that. But it's like the music that they <laughs> listen to, I, I couldn't fuck with it. Cause like the uh, for me, you know, someone who's into metal and stuff. I you just, know Skrillex. Yeah, he used to be uh, Sunny Moore, right? Sunny Moore from from first to last. From first to last, yeah. I only know one of their songs. It's called Emily, and he's like singing, screaming, and it's like just a guitar, an acoustic guitar, and it's just like painful and beautiful. That was that's all I ever heard from that band. But he was dope too. I mean, you heard a Ghost Mane? 
fucking love Ghost Mane. What band is so he in? Much. He's in a band. I don't remember, but he's like Post Malone. He's also a fucking rock star. Bones too, though. Bones. He's a fucking metalhead. That's the thing, dude. That I, music, I, <laughs> it's that it's that kind of music, though. Like like if you hear it, like Ghost Mane's new album, uh, what's it called? Nihilist. I don't know. Oh my god! You have to listen to the most recent album he dropped. I, 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 it's ooh, it's like okay. inspired like Got Nine Inch. It reminds me of Nine Inch Nails. Do you know Nine Inch Nails? Is it like technoy? No. Do you know Nine Inch? You know I know who Nine Inch, but they, 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 no, I know I know who it's Trent like Reznor it's is. grunge. Yeah, I guess I get what you're saying about techno. It's like experimental, like like industrial. Industrial, mm, yes, okay. industrial rap, but like punk, like. See, this is weird. I've never heard so that. That sounds interesting. Sick. Oh my god, I love it! It's like I know who Ghost Mane is, but I never listened to his music, and I know who Ghost Mane is, is because uh, you uh, never have you heard anything? And not, not no, not song. at all, not at all. I've just he seen has, his picture. He raps fast. Mm, he raps fast. Like Twister, like Busta Rhymes. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> but he still has like a unique style. Like he doesn't sound like right, the right. one he raps. Right. Um, he raps kind of fast, and um, he does like sometimes he like his slang cuts and it turns kind of countryish in a weird way. It sounds dope, like Yellow like Wolf. Southern? Kind of like a yellow wolf type of thing. It's so it's it's really interesting. Like, yeah. Sick. Uh, the 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 way I found out about him was I had uh, my boy Eric Faden on here, and I know uh, Faden. Oh well, shit. He did a he was on a music video for Puya, so I've been trying to get Puya on here ever since. But I actually he, met. Puya. He won't fucking reply to me, <laughs> Puya. If you're yeah, hearing this, though, uh, you hit gotta me back, pay bro. him like a good amount of money. <laughs> really? Of course. Really? Yeah. Damn. I, I thought met, he was I cool with like Florida people. At least. I mean, I'm sure he is. If you if you probably met him in person and talked to him, he, I don't see why he wouldn't. But nah, like him and Fat Nick, they're kind of like like Denzel Curry's up here, and they're like right almost, but so close. <laughs> you know oh. Denzel Curry, right? Yeah, yeah. He's I, sick. I don't like his music. What? I don't like his music. I, I just don't. <laughs> but, uh, I fuck with his music. And then I thought, I didn't even know Fatnik was a rapper for a long I thought he was just like one of those clowns Fat, on Instagram. Well, he is a clown, but uh, he does like vocals for for Puya, and he has like one song which is pretty dope. I forgot what it's called, but oh. I don't really listen to Fatnik like that either. I, I just I saw like, uh, okay, so I saw this one video of Fatnik that I just thought was hilarious. Um, He was uh, taking a shit mm-hmm. in a porta potty. Nice. And then Puya and his friends knocked it over. Oh God! <laughs> oh, so that's like my memory of Fat Nick. Well, I'm not hanging out with Puya and his friends then. But um, <laughs> no, I've been I've been trying to get up. But yeah, uh, Eric Faden was here, and Puya's dope though. I I love that song. Superman is dead. He's young Bone. And like, uh, he sounds like he has he he keeps Bone Thugs alive. His his rhythm, like the way he flows his songs, is really dope. It reminds me of that Cali flow. I feel what you're saying. A Florida thing is a good song too. Um, but yeah, so, I was t- I was telling Faden like, oh man, like what I want to do is like maybe like I was just fucking around, but I was like, man, I- I'll fucking drop a song on SoundCloud. It'll be a hit ass single, bro. And then like I'll go on tour as like me as a rapper, and I'll open with my band. And he's like, there's already someone who does that. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, Ghostmane. I was like, who the fuck is Ghostmane, bro? And, like, I went into it like that. But I was like, I thought I was on some shit. I was like, <laughs> dude, I'm going to be a famous rapper, and then I'm going to open for myself with my own band. It's genius. And then, like, he's like, yeah, Ghostmane does it already. And I was like, God fucking damn it. I thought I was on to something, bro. That's the wonderful thing about, like, being the 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 main, the main what, what's the word for the person, the main person at the show? The front? The front man? Yeah, the front <laughs> The headliner, thank the headliner, you. There you go. <clears throat> yeah, you can get whoever you want to open up your. You, you exactly. can get Gaga on your shit. Yeah, well, if she wants to do it. <laughs> right? Oh, now you're with it. You're like, if, she wa- if she wants to do come it, through. I'll take all her fans. She. Come on, come on, sing poker face for yeah, us. Yeah, do quick. something real quick. Just a piano and you. That's it. 
But uh, yeah. So he told me that, and even still, like I do um, like I have a you know a couple producer friends and whatnot, and like I like fucking around. So I recorded this little like guitar thing. Like I had a like a little Pete vibe like in mind type shit, mm-hmm. and I recorded like a little guitar thing on the acoustic, and I sent it to him. I was like, bro, loop this shit, sample it, do something with it, bro. And he sent me back a beat. And I've just been sitting on it because I can't Who take my. Sent you back the beat? A friend of mine. Like, okay. I just sent him the little the, the little sample, and he sent me back a beat like just shit. And, and like, you're sitting around. on this beat. And I'm just sitting on it because I can't take myself seriously as a rapper. Send so it I to don't. Me. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll collab. Uh, maybe sure. I don't know. I'm serious. Send Dude, it to me but I I'm not, I can't take he myself no. seriously. Because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I really enjoy it. Like I think it's dope. I, I can show it to you after. Uh, it's not that great. It's, I'm I'm hyping I'm hyping it up, but it's really just um four measures and and on a loop Yo, with some drums. Y- your friend is hearing this like, fuck you asshole. What? Ah, shit. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like I, my guitar playing isn't that great on it. The work he did on it, I mean, is is dope as fuck. I just wish that I could fucking sit down and put lyrics on that shit and like put it out. I because mean, um, a lo- it's just I've been sitting on it. For I so have long. a lot of songs like. Now I write more to music, but I I have a lot of content that I write without music. So whenever I hear a beat and I can't really write to it, I always go back and I scroll through songs that I haven't put anything to. And and you might want to do that. Like if you have stuff written that you haven't put it to, you might work with that. Just play around with it. Maybe you're right. Don't get um, stuck to a flow. Like if you've already written to a beat, or I'm sorry, if you've written to a song and you have like a certain rhythm to it, don't do that. No. Like, no. Nah. How do you write? It's, it's good to do that. Like if you if you find that exact like what is it called the bpm for it and it follows the flow but right, right. like i'm saying if you have a beat and you go through another song you're like damn but i have a different fl- fuck that trash that flow and try it because you never know you might create something completely different and even right. better that's you know? dope so you you write stuff both ways to music and without music and kind of um, just I, yeah i know i used to write a lot without music like just poetry or whatever or stories or um, and then I met Trinsetta, which is uh, the guy that I told you is a Spanish rapper. And right. he's, like, way older than me. He has a lot of experience writing and, and working in music. He's one of my favorite rappers. I think he's amazing. Um, so he was the one that, like, kind of taught me more about writing to, like, I already started writing to beats, but he told me more of, like, when you get into the music industry, you definitely want to be able to create a song and, like, on purpose, with a purpose. Like, you know, so so you got to. Be, be able to work both ways for sure. Oh well, so I've learned I've learned to write to beats and without beats and. Man, I just for me it's not. Uh, well, I, I do have trouble finding flows. Like you know what I mean. Like finding your flow is to me is it's funny for but, a drummer, but, it's, but like, like, it's very it's difficult. The flows with the song. I feel it's whatever you. you feel, whatever it, it's like. Just you don't have to stick to a certain flow. If you hear a song and you feel it and it sounds the way it sounds, that's it. That is the flow. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I just. And and then uh, on top of that, just like I don't know, like the whole taking myself seriously as like whatever I'm writing. I just I think I'm such so, a cheese ball. So you feel me? Why don't you make it cheesy? Because that, that's so it's so like why no one's why gonna not? fuck with that? Because no you one's don't gonna, know weird. All I don't know. Yeah, but that's he's like he's trying to be funny and like he's doing parodies of like famous songs. But you I don't know, know. If you know, I'll show you the beat and then maybe we could you you understand where I'm coming from. Maybe you're being too from. hard on yourself. That too, for sure. I'm very insecure maybe, about shit like that. Maybe you're just supposed to write it and have somebody else on it. I'm just I, I, no, no, no. But I've thought I, I've had people tell me that too. Where it's like some people are just made to be ghostwriters or producers or like you know, like not everyone can necessarily deliver it with the right um, uh, like inflection in their voice. That's another thing I fuck with about X. Like the way he delivers lines and shit, even stuff that he's just yelling. It's like you feel like the anger in his voice or like the the delivery is so important nowadays. Like every rapper has like the, their ad lib like or their cadence or their delivery. Like what makes them stand out? You yeah. feel me? 
and I'm I, I I feel like everything that I try and do is kind of just like whatever whatever I'm hearing or whatever I'm fucking with like some Post Malone or some right. X or so like, you're like taking a lot of influence from other people right whereas like I kind of want to find don't, my own don't shit. focus too much on that because it's also studio time when you go in the studio and you have a producer next to you and an engineer and they tell you like they help you out too and then the whole ad and all that comes after you know like that's all magic it's all magic on the, on the screen and it's a person mm. engineering all of that and putting it together making it sound a hundred times better I, I do songs sometimes and when they're done I'm just like I never would have thought it would have sounded like this holy shit you know, so yeah, that's the thing. A lot of the time, I reflect on stuff like this, like in here. You this is my studio. Out. You know, like uh, Trin, um, he does that. He like he, but he's already had a lot of experience. So whenever he writes a song, he already like has the ad libs. Like he'll he'll be like, he'll say, "And the dog was in the park, 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 park." That's I want that park, park. <laughs> like, you know, like, he already has, <laughs> he it, has like, it in his head yeah. already. He has a vision already. Mm-hmm. He goes so, in and makes it But that's it like comes with experience, you know, and like yeah. the more you're in the studio and and the more you learn. And and that all comes with it. So for you, like that, you haven't written a rap song yet, or whatever Ever, you're trying no. to do. It might. Well, not I actually be... wrote a joke one when I was like 13, but. Let's but not it get might into not that. even have to be a rap song. It could be you singing it, or even talking. I thought over about it, that. You know? I feel so, you. I feel you. You're right. Well, maybe uh, you know you've inspired me to definitely go back to it and do yeah, something with do it. it. Fuck. It'd be crazy if it blows up. I've talked so many times about like, yo, what if like that shit blows up? That's when you can smoke a blunt and write. And just and just, and just post up and just chill. But I mean, well, we've been going for over an hour. I mean, uh, <laughs> Steffi, I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you for uh, having Dave, me, Dave. Thank you for coming out. You feel me? I appreciate Tony that. Tony Vision's in the background over here, just chilling. You know. <laughs> Shout out to Tony. Uh, but yo, um, any plugs you want to do? Where can we find you? Your EP shows, is, all that stuff. My name is Steffi Boom with two F's and a Y. And you can find me on Spotify, on Apple Music, on iTunes, on YouTube. Just You can Google my name and I will pop up and all my stuff will pop up. And then I will be performing this month, April 27th, at Runway Gotham in Fort Lauderdale. So if you want to look up Runway Gotham, do it. It's open to the public. More than welcome to Peep come that through. Shit. Please come through, too. You okay. Come. It's going to well, be dope. Unfortunately, with my plugs, I do have a show on the 27th. Oh, shit. Okay, it's all good. <laughs> but, yo, definitely make sure y'all follow Steffi Boom on Instagram. Check out her EP, Relapse. It's out now. Thank when did you. you drop that, by the way? I think it's been like a month already. A month? Nice. Oh, Are you enjoying the success <laughs> of your first EP? It's chilling, man. I just got to keep dropping more stuff. That's uh, it. Drop the drop one project, moving on to the next. You're not doing physicals, right, or anything like that? Actually, somebody recently hit me up for one, so Ooh, I'm thinking about it. I, I kind of want to connect on those if you want. Yeah, I'm going to need that. I kind of want to try something like for our most like, recent EP man I should let me wrap this up real quick yeah yeah let's but, wrap uh, it up we'll <laughs> bye guys thank yeah. you so much um, yeah if y'all want to follow me you know follow me on the, at the throne uh, podcast on Instagram with underscores you can follow my band at you know you're the band we just dropped the website you know you're the band.com make sure y'all peep that shit and as far as shows the 25th I'll be at revolution live super fucking stoked about that I've never played there before I've, I used to go to shows there and so playing there is like a dream come true so definitely that's so come funny that you're saying that that he has a show that day too. You're doing the raw. And you're doing the raw thing. I'm, oh, that's dope, I'm dude. I'm doing raw artists in you're July doing that shit too? as well. And, Revolution and, Live. That's a that's, that's a stage July, I've always doing... wanted to fucking perform. Yo, so yeah. raw artists, man. I'm gonna see you there. So I'll see you there too. Yes. Then yeah, buy a I'll ticket for me though. Buy a, ticket, buy a ticket for my band. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta all buy tickets from each other, basically. <laughs> Yo, so you buy a ticket, I'll buy a ticket. No, bet no, but definitely support your boy. Um, the 26th, the next day, I'll be at Churchill's Headbangers Bowl. It's metal, it's weed. I mean, what is there not to like? You feel no, me? There's going to be a sick-ass party. Eros 1's going to be there. We're going to be there. Born Beneath's going to be there. There's going to be a sick-ass lineup. And the 27th, I'll be at Mickey's at uh, in Pompano All doing right. a little show. There's there two shows boys. right there people could go to. For a lot of Options the Pompano. We're in different areas, so we 
we ain't fucking with each other's movies. <laughs> all right, dope. Me? It's all good. But, yo, Don't hit my turf, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, thank you so much for joining. Thank I appreciate you. it. Uh, and can we end the one year song? You are now rolling with the X. Johnny got a new guitar. Love money, get it while it's free. And she ain't good.